There's a thin line between fact and fiction. I'm Elizabeth Troubles, and this is Wearing the Books. There's a thin line between fact and fiction. I'm Elizabeth Troubles, and this is Wearing the Books. beautiful people. I hope all is well. Welcome back to Where in the Books. This is episode two. I'm so excited because now that I know what I'm doing, I think I'm better prepared and this will be a better episode. <laughs> Welcome back to all of my followers who have followed me from Spotify and all of those other audio platforms. And welcome to my new guys. Hi, people. What's going on? How are you today? So I tried to keep it light, but life just won't let me. And today I want to talk about policies and regulations, right? I want to understand who wrote them, why, how, where, right? I want to know the where's, the where's, what? The where's, when's, how's? <laughs> I want to know. And that's what we're going to talk about. Okay, I experienced some ignorant things last week. It was last week, like twice in a row. And I was done. I was just done. I was baffled. I was baffled. What are these people talking about? So, as you guys know, I like to start with the definitions, right? So, let's get into them. We're talking about policies and regulations. Right? So the definition for a policy, according to Google Dictionary, is a course or principle of action adopted or proposed by a government, party, business, or individual. The definition for regulation, we have two. So the first one is a rule or directive made and maintained by an authority. The second definition is the action or process of regulating or being regulated. Now, I'm fully aware to why, you know what I'm saying, policies and and, and regulations and rules and stuff like that need to be written. I completely understand that. I get that. We do need to be regulated sometimes. Sometimes. I feel like it's just sometimes, right? Sometimes policies do need to be enforced. Excuse me. But my issue is, I don't feel like the world treats each other as individuals. We seem to just like cattle people, and then we just categorize them, and then we deal with them like that, or however whoever sees fit, right? So, first of all, let me tell you about my experience. So, I decided to take my children to the park, right? It's about 5, 5.30, and I was in the house working online, doing all kinds of things all day, right? So, I'm like, let's take the children out. They need some air. I need some air. 
I call my friends. I'm like, hey, girl, come on, let's go outside. We do that. We get to the park. I promise you we're not there for 30 minutes. And the children hurt themselves, right? So it's the boy, the boy twin. His sister talked him into doing something, and then it backfired on the poor baby, right? And he ends up splitting his ear, like almost, like almost really splitting his ear, right? So in a panic, we go to the hospital. When we get there, from the gate, okay, now for all of my out-of-towners, when us New Yorkers say from the gate, we mean from the straight beginning, right? When you approach a house, you usually would meet the gate or the fence first, right? That is the beginning. So from the gates, <laughs> the triage nurses are already acting like we're infected with COVID. So I start to get a little annoyed, but we get through the triage, right? They tell us that my daughter is unable to stay and my friend, right, due to new policies due to COVID. Okay, so I give her my car keys. Here you go. I'm going to handle this. We go inside. The doctor came in so quickly like he came in nice and quick and he's like okay i'm just gonna take pictures for uh the plastic surgeon right and look at me make a noise for no reason i thought i turned it off <laughs> apparently i'm dumb and i didn't <laughs> anyway so the doctor comes in and he weirdly takes the picture of the baby's ear and he like vanishes okay i'm taking this to the doctor the surgeon okay cool um nurses come in they put like some numbing cream they cover him up uh the surgeon comes in stitches the boy up nicely everything is fine after the stitches they gave him some medicine you know maybe just like for the pain probably some Tylenol or some Motrin or something like that and everything is fine so once the nurse gives him the Motrin, I'm like, okay, so are we waiting for discharge papers now? And she says, yes, not a problem, we sit. About an hour or two after I ask about discharge papers, the nurse comes in and she's like, oh, I don't know if the doctor told you, but we have to keep him here for at least four hours for observation. And I'm like, okay, what are we observing? He's already been serviced. <laughs> and she's like, his head injury. Now, I'm completely confused, so I'm like, what head injury? And she's like, the doctor said he has a head injury. And I'm like, the child doesn't have a head injury. There was no supporting evidence. <laughs> you see how we have to speak? We literally have to defend our every word, thought, movement, to the point where this is how we speak and just like normal everyday life. So there was no supporting evidence. There were no scratches. There were no lumps, bruises. There were no abrasions anywhere on the child's face, head. It was literally just his ear. So calmly, I'm like, wait, ma'am. His twin is in the car with a friend of mine, and we've already been here 
for about four or five hours, the child has been speaking. He's been having clear conversations with you guys. If he had a concussion, he would not be able to do that. It's like almost 11 p.m. now. I'm like, uh, like I really have to go. He's falling asleep. The baby's falling asleep. She's irritable. So kindly, they're like, okay, do you want to fill out an AMA? So an AMA is um, an against medical advice form, right? So you fill it out because you're leaving against their advice. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I fill it out. I grab the baby's hand and we're walking. As we walk towards the door, this huge man, he like blocks the door. He's like, I can't let you leave. Huh? Sir, what are you talking about? He's like, you were on the other side for him, right? And he points to the baby and I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I can't let you leave. We're calling the cops. We're calling child services. Now I'm yelling. Because you have literally just threatened my family's livelihood. For what? Because of the lack of communication? Like within your hospital? No. Eventually, they let me out because I'm yelling. Now you have the projects coming out of me. <laughs> like, what for? What for? That's completely unnecessary, first of all. Nobody wants to deal with that. I don't want to deal with myself when I'm like that. Right? So now, you have, now like, NYCHA is just coming out of my face. <laughs> right? No. No. So they let me out. I promise you guys... The very next morning, child services was at my house and they told me that the hospital had told them that the baby had a concussion and he was never stitched. So now I'm like losing it. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The child was fully serviced. He has stitches. Look at his ear. I didn't do those. <laughs> like. Did I do them? I didn't do those. All we were waiting for was discharge papers. They basically, like, bullied me into taking the baby back to the hospital. And ignorantly enough, I mean, I did, but I took my time. I'm like, there's no way you are intruding. Like, you, you are intruding. You're walking into my house, and then you're basically telling me what I have to do whoa 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 so i'm like yeah i'll take him to the doctor but i'll take him when i'm ready needless to say i took the child to the doctor <laughs> i took him back to the er but it was like later on that day i fed the babies i didn't clean the house i did all of that good stuff all of that good stuff so eventually I take the baby to Staten Island Hospital, right? So I'm driving like all the way to the other side because I'm like, I'm not dealing with these people again, especially if it's it's the same staff, right? They usually do what, 12 hours, nine out of 10. I would have run in to the same exact people. <clears throat> We're not doing that. We're not doing that. So I take him to Staten Island. Staten Island is like, okay, so what are you here for? And I'm like, uh, basically I was bullied into bringing the baby back. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
he's been stitched up and told them the same. Well, he told the story. I allow my children to speak freely to anybody because there's nothing happening in the household that's so needs to be secretive. We, well, we need to be secretive about. So I allowed children to speak freely. I'm like, tell them what happened. He tells them. So I'm like, I'm basically just here to get like clearance papers. Like they basically just want some type of discharge papers. So they do that. I go home, not a problem. The next morning, these people are back, right? Because they want their proof. Lord, so these people are back. I give them their proof, that's it. So now I'm like, I'm like, not frustrated, but I'm confused, right? What what just happened? What just happened? I don't even know what just happened. I promise you guys, two days later, I take the babies to school, right? This is experience two now. (laughs) This is number two. This is event number two. So I promise you like two days later, I bring the baby to school, right? And a couple of weeks prior to this child slicing his ear off with mother nature, he catches poison ivy. So he was taking Benadryl and uh, steroids and all that good stuff, whatever. Told the school, blah, 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 papers. Okay. The, I take the child to school. The nurse calls me, right? And she's like, hey, we need a bottle of the Benadryl. Or we need the rest of your bottle of the Benadryl for school. And I'm like, uh, he finished it. It was just for like five days, five to seven days. He finished it. I don't have any more. Do you want the prednisone? She's like, no, Benadryl is on his paperwork. So we need to keep a bottle here for him. And I'm like, it's Benadryl. It's not something that he needs to take on a daily basis, like the baby cord poison ivy. I kind of know where he caught poison ivy from, so I'm not going to take him back to that park, right? So I don't really think you really need Benadryl. He doesn't have allergies. The nurse wanted it. The nurse wanted it. She wants the Benadryl. (laughs) It's on the paperwork. And we are going to put his name on it. And we're going to keep it here for whenever he needs it. And she's adamant about this. And I'm... People, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The people who wrote these policies... I don't think they actually had, like, life in mind. I don't think they actually had individuals in mind you know what I'm saying I think it was it it almost seems like it's just uh this is my hospital this is my school this is what you'll do it's a bit much it's a bit much how does that happen how do you completely and why is it still dinging <laughs> how Anyway, I want to know how. 
I want to know how. I want to know why. I want to know why. Who 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 sat at the round table and decided to write these rules and regulations and say we have rights to have this much authority over someone else's life, over someone else's family. That's a lot. I think that's a lot. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. First of all, guys, God didn't put us on this earth and say, go be fruitful and fight about who's going to rule for the duration of your time on this beautiful green earth. May the best man win. (laughs) I don't think he said that. (laughs) Like, I don't think he said that. At all. I'm I'm not even religious, but I have I have read I have read the Bible. I do read the Quran. I have um dippled and dabbled in uh the Torah. I just like to learn. I just wanna understand, I wanna know, I want to interact, right, with others. So I, like, do, like, my own research. I do my own. Like, I teach myself, right? It doesn't say that in any of those books, guys. In fact, all of those books literally say the same thing, right? So the concept is to be kind, right, to your fellow, thy fellow man. (laughs) Be kind, right? Just don't kill anyone, Come on, like, don't kill anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they all have basic life instructions. It, it, it doesn't say fight, fight for the top. It doesn't say that. It literally says help your neighbor and don't disrespect them. They didn't do nothing to you. Don't kill them. <laughs> They didn't do anything to you. Take care of those children you made. You know? Take care of them. So I'm completely confused. Like, I'm... I'm just confused. I want to know how. I want to know how. I want to know where. Where did they feel like? How did they feel like they had this much authority to say and do? I don't know. Like, I don't know. And it's just, yo, like, it really just confuses the hell out of me. It's becoming, it, it's, it's completely overbearing. Like, it's just overbearing to literally have people over you, watching you. Like I said earlier, we literally have to defend our every word, our every thought, our every movement. These rules and regulations are written for groups of people. Not realizing that we as individuals, we all think differently. We all live differently. We love differently. We believe in different things, but we are entreated as individuals. It depends on... No, it doesn't depend on anything. We are not treated as individuals. We're groups. And we're categorized. And then the rules and the regulations and the stipulations are being 
bestowed upon us <laughs> accordingly. <laughs> Literally, they are just being hailed, <laughs> set in stone, set in st they are set in stone. I think that's a big problem with us. We're not going to be able to communicate ever, ever. All, like we, all we do is fight for the top, fight to be the king, the ruler. Literally, in every aspect of life, whether we're trying to fight to be president, whether we're trying to be fight to be popular, whether we're trying to fight to be heard, seen, like it's 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 a constant battle. We're just going to leave it because I don't know how many times I keep pressing that button. Nothing's happening. <laughs> so ding on. You're ignorant, but ding on. It's we have to calm down, guys. We have to calm down. We have to realize that we are all humans. We have to realize that no one really has any real life authority. Like real life, you know what I'm saying? We do need to be policed. We do. As humans, we do. I definitely believe in that. We do need to be policed. We do need to be reprimanded. We do need to be taught a lesson. We do. Because we're all going to test the waters, right? We're all going to try to get away with something in some way, somehow. And sometime in life, we're going to try it. So it's okay. I just think that there's a fine line between helping and basically taking over. I felt like it was the takeover. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yo, why y'all want it with me? <laughs> what, like, what's happening here? What's happening here? I have a school telling me that they need Benadryl. I have a whole hospital lying. Yo, I felt so attacked. I felt so attacked. And I literally, literally had to defend myself and my family through that. That's a lot. That's a lot. I can understand if I didn't bring the child in and the baby's ear was like split and hanging. By all means, call services. That's crazy, right? I can see if the child did have like lumps or his face looked like he'd skidded somewhere. <laughs> By all means, call services because that's, we have to observe him, right? Okay, that makes sense. I can see if the child had a concussion and he was unable to recite his name, his address. Call services. But that is a lot. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I honestly don't even know how. Not to, 
not to stop it, right? Because you don't want to stop it. Like I said, we do need to be regulated sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Policies do need to be enforced sometimes. How do we get the world to literally remember that we are, that must be my word of the day, literally. How many times did I say it already? Three times, four times? I got tongue tied over the word and everything. <laughs> literally is the word of the day. <laughs> Cause we are literally <laughs> trying to figure out what's happening. Yo, there's no manual to life. Like there's no manual to life. None of us are born with a manual stuck to our behinds. None. None of us. We are all winging it. We are winging it. We are trying and we are struggling and we're fighting, but we're still trying. No. No, 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 no. I don't know how to get us to just understand that understanding that's that should be another word of the day if you listen to the podcast prior to it being on a ctv and youtube i chose the word understanding to speak or elaborate on further right than what we just already think we know of the word we need to come to an understanding that comes with a lot Right? That comes with listening. That comes with learning. That comes with doing extra research, doing your own research. That comes with interacting with the difference. Right? We need to come to an understanding. How do, how do we get these people? I, that's so ugly to say, too, right? These people. I don't even know how else to group them. <laughs> I don't. But how do we get them to understand that we are individuals, that there needs to be, I don't know, better communication within their organizations, their buildings, their dealings? Like, I'm a little frustrated. You see, I keep stuttering today, right? Because I wish you guys were there. Had y'all been there, you guys would have been just as confused as I was. Because I wasn't understanding. Like, I really... Like, I really wasn't understanding. I kept going through things in my head. I'm like, well, did I show any type of attitude that they may have... I don't know, not liked or something? Like, if you guys were there... I need witnesses. I love witnesses. I love to have witnesses to all of the things that happen. A lot of the times people don't believe me. I can tell a story and they would not believe me. Then I have witnesses. <laughs> and we need those witnesses. I didn't have any witnesses. My poor friend was stuck in the car with the baby. I know she was driving her nuts too. It was, you know, kind of warm outside still. They were eating in the car. Come on. They were eating in the car. The child had full conversations with everyone, especially with the surgeon, because he was just so nervous and he was expressing that. Who wrote these policies? Who wrote these regulations? 
who bestowed the crown upon them. Because they have their foots, foots, you you hear me? (laughs) They have their feet at our necks. That's scary. I don't want to live like that. Don't, Don't put me under the microscope. I'm good. Anyone who doesn't know me, I think I have a, I have, I have a moral compass. (laughs) I think I'm educated enough to get through certain situations. You know, at one point in time, I've done medical assisting. I was a medical assistant and I worked in that same ER. I think it was like back in like 2008. I worked in that same ER. We're individuals. Don't do that. Some of us are knowledgeable. Some of us are capable of having a decent conversation. Don't cattle us. I have issues with this, guys. Policies and regulations. What's happening with them? Who wrote them? I would see, ding. <laughs> That's it, ding. I'm going to get out of here, guys. First of all, catch me on Facebook, right? Liz Troubles. You can catch me on Instagram at e.troubles. Uh-